Lori, oh my God, what are you eating? So, uh, <laughs> the reason that you and our guest were waiting in the waiting room for a few minutes was because I decided to make myself a bowl of emotional support whipped cream to eat during this <laughs> to eat during this uh, return to form, return to carb face. Uh, I don't know that it's technically, I guess there's some carbs in there because I put some powdered sugar in there, but sure. I don't have a lot of stuff in my house right now. Mm-hmm. My son is away for the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. I got my COVID and my flu shots yesterday. I've been feeling oh, like sure. hot hey. trash for, you know, right. uh, about almost 24 hours. Uh, and I need my, you know, I need my sweets. Uh, but I did have some heavy cream because I made a, um, a savory galette yesterday that called for a small amount of heavy cream. Mm. So I thought, well, I have a bowl, I have a whisk, I have some heavy cream, and I have some 10x sugar and a little vanilla extract. Um, so I made myself, uh, and this is not the first uh, single serve portion of whipped cream I've made myself in the past 24 hours. <laughs> um, is it, so is it, it second? So- no, you get right in there. Get right in there. Go ahead. I, I, so in my mind, as you were saying that, my mind put together a montage of you looking at your fridge, looking at your cabinet, <laughs> and then looking at the bowl and the whisk to the tune of sisters are doing it for themselves and you're assembling <laughs> this whipped cream. And I'm just like, I am so heavily invested in this tale of mm. snack, you mm-hmm. know, just just re- the resourceful. Yeah, self-determination. Giving, yeah, it's giving self-determination. <laughs> Sisters are doing it for them fucking. It's giving. It's giving desperation. It's giving. uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to be around for Thanksgiving in the states this year because I'm going to Spain. Uh, So I'm going to miss. Which is where you should absolutely. What better place to celebrate? You know the original uh, where they got all the ideas for the colonizing and the whatnots. Um, I'm sure that's not historically accurate. Don't uh, talk to me about it. Feels Um, accurate. But I'm not going to be in uh, the States for Thanksgiving, this, which is next week, I think. Two weeks? I, I don't remember. Two, the week after. The week yeah. after next But who week. knows when this comes out? No yeah, one knows. Yeah, it was no one knows fucking six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I'm not going to get to eat my usual, you know, uh, large quantity of whipped cream that I associate most strongly with that holiday. So I figure, let me just get it in now while I can. Um, but before we... I don't know, before I say any more about that, because really, what more is there to say? I want to introduce our guest today, Chris. Uh, We have a fantastic guest. We're back in the guest mode after, I don't know, three years of not having guests. We missed our guest. Yeah, Yeah. we missed our guest. COVID kind of made the guest thing. I don't know. We just stopped doing it. Uh, We tried some different stuff. We love to have a guest. Uh, Our guest today is a blogger. A she has a video channel. She is a yeah. writer. Yep. She uh, has her own podcast. Might be on a long hiatus, but I say you know never, we never understand. say never. You know we support that. You go as long as you want. Yeah. Uh, Look, it will come back in some form. Good. Yeah. good. She is also my neighbor and my friend oh, and the wow. primary caretaker of uh, my cat when I am away. Uh, please let me welcome to the Carb Face stage. Monique Henry. Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Um, It's really nice to have you here. Oh, I'm absolutely overjoyed. Absolutely (laughs) just, oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, let's get right into it. Have you ever, because you go over to Lori's 
uh, apartment when she's not there. Flat. Sorry, yeah. sorry for our English listeners. Have you ever found anything <laughs> disturbing, like anything weird, where you were like, "Ugh, she should have put this away," and it could be um, like heavy cream. It could be. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, you know, okay. So number one, I am, and I'm just being really real about myself. I am a fairly nosy person. Yes. I don't just like, I don't like rifle through people's shit because that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I like to see how other people live. Yeah. So like, as I am tending to, um, and Lori's little, little adorable cat is named Rooster and I love him Aww. so much. He's such a little terrorist. I love him. <laughs> um, he's such a little terror i love him to death um and like he'll walk around in the apartment and i'll walk around too you're just following a cat that's all you're doing yeah you're not yeah i'm just like yeah i'm just like i'm just following around i just i want to see what you see um i love looking through the cookbooks and all the different um languages of cookbooks and of of like of your books that you have i always like looking through those and then also i don't think this is weird but it's a as a person i know that you bake a lot of bread Mm. you have the uh the uh the cloth covered baskets Mm. Mm -hmm. um and i love because i went through i mean everyone fucking went through making all the sourdough in the known fucking universe uh during 2020 um i was shaping teaching myself how to do sourdough and things because i make bread very sparingly um and i saw those baskets and i was like those are the baskets those are the things that you were supposed to use (laughs) i was like oh shit maybe i should get these fucking baskets and i'm like bitch don't get these baskets you already have (laughs) put just put it down i have so many culinary knickknacks in this fucking apartment which is like thankfully it is I mean, the apartment that I have, it's it's pretty big for yeah. a New York yeah. apartment for a regular, like, okay. you know, yeah. pre-war, whatever. Like, it's pretty big. But I'm just like, look, I already have enough nonsense in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do with these specialized baskets for something that instead of making it every week, because I was making bread every week, I make it very sparingly. Yeah. So, like, I have, I got, it got me excited, but I was yeah. just like, Meh. I got the basket <laughs> and I used it once. And it didn't really help me. Because I don't think I'm very talented at it. Like, I'm not good at it. And so probably for Lori, it, it, the baskets would help. And maybe, Monique, for you, it would help. Uh, It, it would have been helpful. But then the storage-wise, what like, do you do? I keep my ice cream maker. Yeah, I, I yeah. have an ice cream maker that, like, I have a regular New York freezer. I, where the fuck am I going to put that? <laughs> and, like, That's fair. It's tough, <laughs> global but fair warming feedback. is happening. Yeah, and global warming is happening. And honestly, when I first moved into this apartment, we still had like snowstorms and stuff. So I actually used to put my ice cream barrel on my fire escape in yeah. a box because it was like 20 degrees outside. Yeah. So I was just like, I put a weight in it so it wouldn't like blow away. Sure. And I just would keep it in the box and keep it on the fire escape because I'm like, oh, it's cold as shit out here. Like, hey, there you go. Perfect but like, spot. that's not happening here anymore. It. So no. like... I am going to put in a bid to, I don't know, the universe uh, that even though the last two winters have been deeply disappointing with respect to snow in New York City, I think I'm, I'm asking for this and I hope it happens. I hope this year we get fucking six blizzards. I hope there's so many canceled uh, days for school that they added a new week onto the end of the year. Great. Uh, you know, I want to see mayhem in the in the form of snow. Um, Same. Okay. Same. All right. Well, we are in the the as we record, we're getting ready, right? We're we're entering in 
the possibility. Yeah. Not tomorrow snow, but we're easing into the possibility of snow. So let's let's can we pray for that? Uh, Not to God, I mean, but like to the powers. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Who's sure. a who's a good substitute deity for those of us who don't believe in God or stopped, you know, whatever. Like who's what's a higher power? I feel like it's a person. Um I mean if we're talking I mean, depending on who we're talking to, yeah. I know a lot of people will say Beyonce. <laughs> yes, that's wonderful. <laughs> she's like, wonderful. Oh, Beyonce is into it. Yeah, she's great. Um, I absolutely no, and as a, I am a very big Beyonce fan, yeah. but I also, I am a Leo, and I can be very self-centered. I tend to think of myself as my own deity. <laughs> okay. On occasion. Yes. 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 Um, and I am vastly disappointed in my uh, deity ness <laughs> But reason. if you compare it to like <laughs> traditional Judeo-Christian God, like, are you doing worse? Yeah. I'd say you no. know what? True. True. You're not. You're fine. You're fine in the pantheon. I think the over-under <laughs> <laughs> on my skills as a personal, sure. as my own personal God. Sure. Did you did you create the heavens and the earth? Maybe not. But they were already Maybe there. Not. They were already there. It wasn't up to you. Lori, who's your right. who's your deity? Your substitute deity? That's a great My question. My substitute deity. Wow. Uh yes. I'd say it's um you know, just based on the the series of recordings that he did shortly before his death that are so fucking creepy and i think could and should be played in church services i'm gonna say johnny cash johnny cash what did he specifically do? singing uh Hell personal yeah. jesus in oh, the cover yeah. of personal Wonderful. jesus and hurt yes. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. like okay. that's yes. that put 100 okay i was gonna say like dolly parton feels too adjacent to johnny cash and also i think we put too much on the back of dolly parton i think she's got enough going on Right, she solved COVID. <laughs> but I feel like she chose to take these things on, though. That's like, true, right? Like she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't take what she herself cannot handle. This is fair. I was thinking maybe um, like like a, a Pedro Pascal sure. I would be okay with. You know, <laughs> like... Daddy Pascal. <laughs> yeah, kind of like yes. slutty daddy god or something. <laughs> All right, all right, listeners. Um, I don't know where we are anymore. We're we're on Instagram for sure. We're on X. We're other places. Let us know who your substitute deity is. Let us know. We're interested because we might start praying to them. We have Beyonce. We have Self or Monique specifically. We've got Johnny Cash, and I, I think Pedro Pascal. Those are our options. Yes. Those are our I options. I think this is a really beautiful roundtable. Hundred percent. I would. I like. I like all of my choices. <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, this is Carb Face. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Carb Face. It's a podcast <laughs> about things. Um, sometimes talking about food. Often talking about food. Sometimes it's a little gross. Uh, sometimes it's a little porny. Sometimes it's. Uh, funny sometimes it's, and sometimes we have wonderful guests sometimes it's, it's fully like, religious it's a fully religious sometimes it is it is a right. certified uh jerry falwell style uh mm. liberty 
Liberty Wolf. is he Liberty Liberty University? <laughs> is that him? Yeah, Falwell's yeah, 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 yeah. Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I now I went to a Christian university, as listeners may know, that I no longer identify as a place I would ever go again. Certainly would not send my children, even though some of my friends continue to send their kids there. Whatever. It's it's sure. it's fine. Um, I would like to talk since, since we're talking about God and I think I know, I think I know how I personally got there. So my in-laws are in. They're visiting you this weekend. They're visiting. They've left. Yeah. They've left Ooh. now. Okay. And they wouldn't know how to find a podcast. So we're safe. <laughs> they, they brought my son a Bible. Oh, what? And I heard my mother-in-law saying, yeah, so he, here's where the gospels start. And, oh <laughs> and Matthew that Matthew and Mark, of course, and Luke is, you know, it's good, but I just think John is the best book in the entire Bible, so I think you'd really enjoy that one. I didn't realize there would be like a companion cliff note She's situation. She's taking him through it, and my son is just like, okay, thank you. You know, he's not... He's not unaware of the Bible, but not like waterboarded with it like I was. And so, (laughs) you know, it was it was something to behold. John is is maybe my favorite. Lori, what's your favorite book of the Bible? Uh, I I like the one that was written by um, Annie Erno, where okay, she uh, more. she has a she has a hot affair with a Russian guy in the eighties, oh. and she just writes in excruciating detail about this guy's rock hard dick. Uh, great. Yes. great yeah that's so, in the bible right that's in the bible oh no, no i'm I sorry that was a that was a uh that was a nobel prize winning uh piece okay. of literature sorry okay. very easy to confuse the two so, so i was about so to confusing. say i'm like very interchanged yeah <laughs> absolutely monique i'm happy to ask you but we can also pass on that okay we can also pass oh on no that um i'm trying to think about it um because like i said catholic school from kindergarten yeah. to 12th grade yeah. um I very readily at an early age was like, this is a scam. Um, <laughs> Pyramid I was scheme. Like, scamadoche. Yeah, I was like, scamadocious. I'm not really sure what's going on here, yeah. but like, I got to play along because I- I'm not an adult. Um, I think, <laughs> I think my favorite one, which is the one, I think it's like, is it Songs of Solomon? Sure. It's the horny one where the guy is yeah. like writing like this beautiful yeah. passage. The horny like, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the horny one. Oh, where it's, it's the guy so writing and then the woman writing like, oh, I love my lover so much. And I was yeah, just yeah. like, thank you. Something fucking exciting in this nonsense. Absolutely. Something that I can hold on to. Actual human emotions and interactions. Um, that and probably like Revelations because that's like the most it's so good it is wild you could get so high and read Revelation you absolutely could I kind of see why evangelicals are like super horny for that because it's just like where else is the excitement happening in this book like yeah you know what i mean i'm like like you got jesus who is like this super like he was probably a stoner he's a hippie he doesn't shower yeah and he's like trying to break down all of the nonsense i can see where they're just like well he's just really not that like you know vigorous enough for me but you get to the revelation and it's just like fire brimstone 
four horsemen. Absolutely. Things are like exploding. The beasts. And I'm just like, all okay, the beasts. Yeah. 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 So, and all of the beasts. You know, so I, yeah, I, I think it. Songs of Solomon, Revelations, those are the most action packed and horny parts of the Bible. And really, Absolutely. isn't that really what we want? It is. It's, it's, it's like yes. a slasher film in the 1970s, early 80s. It, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So All right, folks. Sex and death. Uh, listeners, let us know. <laughs> What's your favorite book in the Bible? We really want to know. Boy, oh boy, this has become a religious podcast. Lori, I know that you have used our time apart for only good. Do you want to bring ever? Do you want to bring us all up to speed on what your deal is? What you were doing? Uh, Yeah. So the past year, I'd say. I mean, honestly. If I'm being honest, the past two years, I have uh, embarked on the project of writing the proposal, selling the proposal, and then actually writing the thing uh, that I proposed, which is a memoir uh, that I just finished writing two weeks ago, turned it into my editor. Uh, It is is not coming out until early 2025. So there is a little bit of a delayed gratification process, but I appreciate the fact that we're going to take another year and make sure that it's as good as it can possibly be, that I do not get sued uh, for all of the things that I say uh, in the the memoir. you know, I think I've I think I've covered my bases, but you know, some people might not like some of the things I say. Uh, some people who are uh, known sexual predators, yeah. uh, or just one really sexual predator. Yeah. Um, but everything I say is factual and based on my own experience, and also not a surprise to anyone who's paying attention. So, uh, and also, it's I just want to say it's not really a book. It's not like here's. Uh, it's not primarily about that, but I did work for uh, for four years a uh, known sexual predator named Mario Patali, and so there is uh, some stuff in there about my experience of working for him and the aftermath of that. So, uh, but it's also about uh, drinking, doing drugs, and getting sober, and having a lot of sex, and sometimes there's food. Uh, so um, get psyched. And that's that is what I've been up to. Uh, I also gave myself uh, food poisoning inadvertently oh, a few weeks ago. Would you like to hear? Oh about no! That? I would. Oh, I man. would. I would love to. Yeah, hear. yeah. I'll make it very brief. I'll just say uh, it's good to be humbled, and and if you think <laughs> that you are, if you think that you are above the laws of food safety, uh, it's a very useful exercise to be reminded that in fact you are not. And what you happened was. I bought some dumplings at the farmer's no, market. Uh, dumplings. And they, were, and they were just just vegetable. They only had uh kimchi in them. And they and the package said keep frozen until and they had they were like, you know, they were sitting on ice, but it was kind of a warm October yeah, yeah. day. So they weren't yeah. really frozen when I brought them home. And then I stuck them in my fridge and promptly forgot about them for 10 days. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You yeah. are just. That's on you. Just flat. It's on you. Just, you know, I know. It's absolutely I know. I came back from, I had been away. I came back and I, you know, I've been like super thrifty because writing a book, as it turns out, uh, you go very broke. If you don't, you know, if you don't do any other work while you're writing a book, uh, you run through your advance very quickly and then you are very broke. Mm. So I was like, all right. Well, I don't want to waste food. I don't want to waste money. It's fine. They have only vegetables in them. I'm just going to boil the shit out of these and eat them. Mm. And I did. And, uh, 
a short time, well, maybe, I don't know, 12 hours later, I was as sick as I've ever been and just consumed with regret and oh, uh, no. felt real fucking stupid. Oh, and so, so it sorry. doesn't matter if there's no meat in them. You cannot, you just can't do it. Yeah, Even I if mean, you think honestly, you can. I think vegetables are even worse sometimes because yeah. if they're already yeah. kimchi dumplings, those are already like that's a fermented product. So like right. it's just waiting for you to fuck yeah. around and find out. Oh, so yeah. And she did, <laughs> listener. She and you did. did, and you found out in the most worst I way. I did. Oh yeah. Man. I you know, I often especially when I was younger, but I still sometimes will be like, I've got a stomach of steel. And like that is simply not true. It has never been true. I am like hair trigger, you know, all kinds of bad things mm. going on that I won't mm. really get into. Mm. But like, I probably have like more diarrhea than the average person. Okay. Okay. And I often this have stomach aches. So like, I don't have a stomach of steel, this but I I to want to have a stomach of steel. You aspire. And, this uh, is an aspirational thing. Yeah, I would like to be able to eat garbage straight out of the garbage can. I want to be able to <laughs> cook a meal mm -hmm. in a porta potty. Uh, I want to be adapted for whatever you know apocalypse is coming That's our way. Right. Oh, I'm, I am not. I will be. I will be f dead of you know some sort of food poisoning within two weeks when oh, the shit hits the fan. So that's fine. Uh, yeah, wow. so that's what I was up to, Wait, writing a book and making really bad decisions. Let us breathe <laughs> from that. That's just, we need a cleanse. Yeah. Monique, Sorry. are you okay? I'm Ooh. fine. I'm fine. Lori, I don't care about you. I care about our guest oh. right now. Monique, oh. are you okay? <laughs> I'm just laughing all throughout this because I am, so if you've watched um, my show on YouTube, it's called yeah. The Snack Break. I often, often before I eat whatever snack it is, I always say like, hey guys, let's look and see if this has got milk in it. I am very lactose intolerant. Like sure. I am extremely lactose mm. intolerant. Like when I accidentally have dairy and do not take a lactase supplement beforehand, it's basically like I have the flu. Like oh, sweating. No. Yeah, no. like it's like a deep, deep flu. And it is like cold sweats. And I both have to go to the bathroom and cannot go to the bathroom at the same oh. time. Belching. Like, it is the whole fucking nine yards. Like, you know the book Contagion? Yes. It's not about, like, <laughs> a deadly virus. That is about someone yeah. who's lactose intolerant, okay? So, like, I... <laughs> Everybody just goes around and eats dairy. <laughs> and and somehow Gwyneth Baltrow ends up dead. Yo, it's basically now turned into, like... I have other things that I'm anxious about, but now this has turned into something that, like, it deeply informs my everyday life. Yeah. I have little ripped up things of lact lactase supplements all over my purse. I make sure in all of my purses and handbags that I have a sheet of lactate in them. Like, it is like a thing. Because I know how it feels when it's coming on. Um, and I've definitely had... Yeah, bitch! Yeah, just, your I brother got, in Christ. I got him here. Pulled him out of my, my work backpack. Here they are, my lactate pills. Ready to go. I'm actually now, conducting... I'm, go ahead. I, I'm conducting a little self-experiment because there are other lactate supplements on the market okay. now. Yeah. And there's three that I'm like kind of going in between and seeing mm. like, okay... Is this actually financially sound? I get my, my friend has a Costco card and I get mine from Costco because yeah. it's like a yeah. 180 in a box for like $20 yep. and I'll buy three boxes to last me for however long. But now they have like, there's one called um, Milky, 
which I fucking hate that name. No, what a terrible, kind weird, of milky, kind like, of no, into like, it. <laughs> like, let's go. Like, oh, I don't know because it makes me think of like jizz. Yeah, and it. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> which is it's like, a jizz pill. It's not really. <laughs> it's a hundred percent jizz pill. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very jizz adjacent <laughs> situation, and like, like I just mm, 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 or like a lack, like a. A milky, as in like milky, Absolutely. milky mommy. Yeah, milky it's, mommy yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got it's fetish. Very mommy fetish it's got a fetishy yeah. thing, which I'm like kind of down with, but at the same time, I'm like, oh. should we get into our questions? We should get into our questions. Okay. And I, I'm sorry, I went, I went dark for a minute because a my demon cat uh was scratching my complete piece of shit couch in the one place where i have failed to put uh sticky pads uh he's like he found the one place where he can still stick his goddamn claws in rooster baby and and then my son who is out of town with friends asked me to put money on his debit card so he can go thrift shopping so uh it's never it's never not i'm never not working um (laughs) But yes, we should get into our questions and, you know, we're keeping it light. We're keeping it fun. Mm. Uh, and our mm. what we want to discuss today is just uh, both one of the best things and one of the worst things that you have eaten recently. Yeah. And uh, I think that we should kick it over to our guest, Monique, to go first. And you can start yeah. with good news or bad news. Um, you know what? I'm going to start with good because the good is the most recent. Um and I think it's not it's not simply just one thing. It's just it's okay. So the category of sandwiches, I find sandwiches deeply, deeply satisfying. Okay. I feel like my mental health is greatly, greatly helped when I have a really good sandwich. Um, it's comforting, it's like emotionally fulfilling, it makes me feel like I kind of have my life together for some reason. Yeah. And I had a really wonderful sandwich um over the weekend. Um, well, actually, I had two. So the first sandwich. Um, so there is a um, like a pop up of some sort called Nice Sando, and okay. they make um, uh, shokupan, which is like the Japanese like milk bread, and yes. they make these sandwiches. And I noticed this somehow. It came up in my Instagram algorithm, right. you know, because the It'll algorithm is you. insane. Yeah. It'll find you. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. You know, the next time they're doing this, I'd like to explore some of these sandwiches. And it came up and I was like, oh, I'm going to order a sandwich. I ordered a spicy tuna salad sandwich and a strawberry and whipped cream sandwich because in Japan they really like sweet sandwiches. Gorgeous. And I went I went to go pick it up and I was like, oh, man, I wish I could have walked over to pick it up. I live in Jackson Heights. Um So do you, Lori. Um, the place that I needed to go was Sunnyside. And I was like, man, I'm trying to walk more. I should have walked. Didn't have time. Took the train. And I was like, oh, it's a beautiful day. I went to pick up the sandwich. The lady was wonderful. Such a sweetheart. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk to Long Island City and go sit by the water. Wow. And eat this fucking sandwich. So I'm walking around. The weather is nice. The, the sun is like trying its best really to come out. And it is like it's bright but kind of shrouded in that sort of like in between glowy, cloudy time that I find really magical. And I get to the water, I go and find a perfect place to sit. And this sandwich is so fucking good, man. (laughs) Like the spiciness, it's really gentle and it builds. There's some tanginess. There's like the crunch of the the red onion. 
there's the creaminess from the kewpie, the fishy, like the, like the tender fishiness of the fish. The bread is plush, but bouncy. Mm. Mm-hmm. The texture is really even. The crust is perfect. Very lightly sweet. Substantial, but not heavy. The, the fruit sandwich, the cream is barely sweetened, which is the, the way I like whipped cream to be. I don't like whipped, super sweet whipped cream. The strawberries are not like the most seasonal. Like, obviously, we're in the fall, sure. but they're huge and they're sweet. And it just feels mm. like I just, it feels like I, I love myself. <laughs> I'm like eating the sandwich. Wow. That's really it, nice. It feels like I am deeply loving myself as I am staring at the water and I am just taking lights of nice deep breaths. Um, also, I actually I actually got married right in the area, like nearer to the area where I was eating the sandwich. And it's like, oh, I'm like having all these lovely memories of like yeah. how awesome and fun our wedding was. And like, all of our friends were there and we were just having a good time. So it was a very deeply just serotonin inducing situation. Fantastic. Amazing. Lori, what's the, do you want to go with your best thing? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so the best thing that I ate, uh, there's a couple of things, but I'll just, I'll focus on one. Cause I think it's, it was so surprising to me. Um, I went to Gainesville, Florida a, a couple of weeks ago. My boyfriend uh, lives there and also, um, yeah, he lives, I'll just, it's whatever. It's not yeah. worth going into yeah, all yeah, the no, specifics. No, but, break it down. But, break all of it down. Okay. <laughs> My boyfriend lives there, but sometimes he's also in New York, okay. uh, but he primarily lives in Gainesville, Florida, which is like, okay. Uh, he's a, he's a professor. Uh, it's a big college. And when we first met, he said, it's the Berkeley of Florida. And I was like, nah, that's not I mean, I don't believe I want to support him. I want to, I sound, he's a nice guy. So I want to support him. Yeah. I think, I think probably, you know, like if you're, if you compare it to other places in Florida, they probably do. Uh, you know, there's probably a, a, a more enlightened liberal outlook on things. Go. They probably right, prize, right. you know, higher education more than other places in Florida. I don't know. I don't want to. I mean, whatever. We all know Florida's got a lot of problems, but I am very wary of shitting on Florida because yeah. it is. Uh, I've spent yeah. more time there. There's a lot all of people, right. a lot of, also, you know, literally everywhere has problems. So like, right, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like whatever was like Florida, whatever. I'm like, first of all, like in terms of just like general like you know people, people of color yeah and then like people of color, color liberation i was just like you know how many like black folks are in the south we can't just cut them off guys like, that's right right you know, we're not I just, sawing like, off yeah, the Florida of pushing it. It we're not just sawing off like i just find that nuts. some real like neoliberal fucking bullshit it's very <laughs> it's, yes i totally agree uh i know there's there's a woman who um i can't remember her name but i follow her on instagram and she just sold a book proposal to write about uh, the 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 food of Florida from wow. a Black American perspective. Oh hell uh, yeah! Okay. Oh, and hell I thought yeah. that's really cool. So, okay. as we know, Florida's got a lot of trash, but you know what? So does fucking New York City. You know, it's whatever. Anyway, <laughs> literally. So I was in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, we typically don't go out when I go to visit Mark because uh, he's like, eh, the restaurants aren't that good, and there aren't that many of them, or you know, it's just it's not a great restaurant town. Fair, fine, happy to cook. Great big, real grown-up like kitchen with a house and all the sure. stuff. So Lots it's fun to be cream. there. Uh, but the yes, the first night I got there, I was like, I'm tired. I don't want to cook. Let's just go out. So we went to a place that was very popular 
called The Top, and it's sort of it's very student oriented. Uh, and I was just like, you know what? I'll get a burger. It'll be fine. And I have very, zero expectations. I don't care. Um, and we ended up ordering this dish uh, that I fucking loved so much and I keep thinking about it and I want to make it myself. I don't know if I ever will. Um, and it's this this brings kimchi back around okay. uh, in a positive way this go. time. Here we go. It was um, kimchi cauliflower that was uh, deep fried in a um, mm. in a in a crispy rice batter. And I mean, it's like, you know, that could go a lot. That could be really bad. I mean, fried food is kind of good i guess as a baseline but it can also be really bad right and like even like you could do good kimchi cauliflower you could do bad kimchi cauliflower i don't know what's going on at the top in gainesville florida but they have fucking figured it out like so the question, cauliflower is yes is the cauliflower itself kimchi or is yes. it kimchi and cauliflower great question. No, so great. um yes very good question it is it is pickled uh you know kimchi cauliflower and i think there are you know there's also probably some scallions and uh radishes and other things kind of in the mix but primarily what you're getting is a floret of cauliflower that might have a few other little things uh in there you know having been scooped up from its brine something about it's something about they have just fucking nailed it like it is the flavor is so good there's something about there's enough of the brine where the cauliflower is very juicy Mm. um with that kimchi flavor the the rice coating is so crispy and they're clearly using like hot fresh oil like they know what they're doing and i think that it's like if you run a restaurant that's primarily a bar and it has bar food you better fucking know how to deep fry food and that's just you know it's not always the case. So Gainesville, Florida, man, I gotta I gotta give you big, big credit for the uh the kimchi cauliflower at the top, which apparently is a uh it's a I don't know, decades old uh University of Florida institution. That's awesome. That's that. Congratulations, that Florida. So good. Well hey, done. Thanks. <laughs> well done, Florida. All right, Chris, what about you? Oh, uh mine involves cabbage. Yeah, okay. I made it I, I just feel very compelled to eat fall foods right now mm-hmm. which is unlike me because i don't know like eating in season like i get it but also i don't you you reject the performance of it yeah it's a little like oh have you had these they're the best it's like your strawberries monique like okay they weren't in season i get it i'm yeah, on board i'm fine. fully yeah. on board with it, it was fine right. it was great good job um, but this year, for some reason, I'm feeling very fall. I think it's my family went up to Vermont for a long weekend. And Ooh. I think I got and it was like at the beginning of October. And I got like super like infected with fall. You got fall pilled. Yeah. 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 Oh, we around so I, all those trees changing. Thank you. Like... And do you know what? I saw Lori, a big update from for me fashion wise. Just and folks, this is a detour. Monique, I bought all my clothes at Costco. All of them? For years. Like all of them. For years. I had no energy to go look elsewhere. I, I You know what? I, I'm not mad at it. Because I'm not mad at it. Right? Go ahead. I'm not mad at it because shopping when it's not for food is very emotionally and like 
mentally, physically exhausting for me. Exhausting. Because exhausting. clothes for women are 18 million sizes. None of them are ours. So you know what? Right, right, Whatever right. makes it easier. What? That's where I was going. It was ease, comfort. I don't have to think about it. These khakis will fit. These jeans will fit. This shirt will hang like a sack. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Lori, I, I saw these Pendleton shirts, Pendleton brand shirts, which is a brand that okay. I was kind of like, I think I know them. And they were so, it just felt so nice. Flannels and like super nice and just buttery mm, soft flannels. Super cozy. Like, I was like, I want this for me. And then I was like, mm. I, and it was X amount of dollars. Doesn't matter because it's all relative. Like for some people, they'd be like, oh, whatever amount you just said, Chris, like that's cheap. And other people would be like, I could never. And I'm kind of like, I could never. So, but what I did do, do you know about the app Depop, D-E-P-O-P? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it, Monique. Tell us about it. So Depop, it's like uh, a more hip Poshmark. And yeah. as it's an app where you can sell and buy clothing. Yes. Um, I have been trying to sell a bunch of clothes on Depop forever. And either I am not pricing them well mm-hmm. <laughs> or people just don't want them. And I'm just like, I'm a decently... I say decently fashionable. People will yell at me and be like, you're very fashionable. And okay. I'm, like, I'm a decent. They a would scream fa- it down the street. You're very fashionable. I'm a decently fashionable okay. person. Okay. And so I thought these clothes would do well on there. And they are not. So, you just yes, don't it's know. A, yeah. You it's, don't it's, know. It's like, yeah. And it's very like hip and on trend place to sh- sell and buy. Well, like, newsflash. Newsflash. I type in Pendleton shirts. Oh. And the search extra large. Mm-hmm. And jackpot. Wow. Between twenty to forty dollars for super what? nice, very buttery soft. So I and then I was like, oh, I like Grayers too, uh, which is kind of in the same family. And so I got this Grayers um, long shirt, which is also super soft, super soft. Twenty dollars. Pen- Pendleton. Okay. Pendleton. Have- Pendleton. Yeah. Yeah, my husband is very flannel forward. Oh, um, it's all like, yes. Fall time is his time. I'm a summer kid. I'm a summer baby. I love mm, heat. Mm, mm. This is his time to shine. His, you the, get him this a is Pendleton. literally what I say to him. As soon as it hits fall, I'm like, yes. baby, it is your time to shine. Get you him act, a get Pendleton out. shirt. Okay. He deserves it. Get it off I'm of Depop. I'm writing this down. Pendleton. Get it off of Depop and you're ready to go. All right, so, and I got this Grayers overshirt. I'm really big into overshirts right now. You know, shackets, jackets, that sort of thing. Um, I got a corduroy Grayers, like this corduroy little sport coat that I love. And it's not little because I'm a big boy, right? And But, like, I like it, and it, it's kind of fun. Anyway, Lori, this is a big life update. And I almost texted you um, when I started buying off there because it was such a big moment for me. Could have and should have. Well, thank you for that. I knew you were writing your memoir and I didn't want it in there because I thought you might, you know, take my intellectual property and write about yeah, Pendleton. Anyway, everybody, get into the Pendleton shirts by all means. Buy them used. By all means, buy them used. Uh, you do have to pay shipping usually. Okay. So let's get back to falls and cabbage, uh, fall flavors and cabbage. Jesse, friend, friend of the pod, even though he's never been on it, we're calling him a friend of the pod. I say Jesse Zwick. What do you say? I don't even know who you're talking about. 
Yeah. I don't know him personally, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. know the name. I was like, oh, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jesse was at, at my birthday party, Lori. He came with oh, Eric right, Kim. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Jesse, uh, okay. Spelling last name when I say Zwick and Jesse, I will apologies um s z so s z e w c z y k uh it's on his recipe on bon appetit it's called cheesy roasted cabbage wedges you you make this cream sauce now there is heavy cream so we're going to bring out our lactate pills all right monique you and i are on it milky mommy milkers mommy milkers you take a head of cabbage you cut it in half you cut each half into like six wedges five six wedges okay so you got the wedges you keep the stem in so it's all holding together the core is there to, to hold everything together you make this cream sauce look it up um but you put in he calls for gruyere but i didn't have gruyere but i had a lot of parm so i'm like fine low yeah. lactose let's go nutty fantastic put it in there little lemon zest in there and some other mm. things okay you brush each wedge both sides with the cream sauce and then you put grated parm on the outside so it sticks to the so it's like a croquet okay like it's it's kind of it's giving croquet like a croquette like croquette i don't know like i don't know it's kind of giving that to me like a turkey tetrazzini vibe it was you know what it was it was giving creamy it was giving fall like you know this melty of the cabbage the cabbage was melty you put it in you bake it for like 55 minutes you turn it over at some point throw it under the broiler then you put chopped he calls for chopped hazelnuts i didn't have them i did chopped walnuts a little bit of lemon zest and and parsley on top i ate half of a head of cabbage that night that's, I feel like people wow. really too much don't give crap. No, never enough. Okay. Everyone's a gassy person. <laughs> we need to all get over it. Everyone farts. Everyone too. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Cabbage is that bitch. Like, cabbage is truly delicious. She'll so do good. it. And she did it. She absolutely did it. Um, also, sidebar, I get like irrationally upset when people call for hazelnuts in recipes because those okay. things are really expensive. Like, hazelnuts. Oh, expensive they're so expensive and i'm just like bitch you know i could probably just use almonds or you could you could peanuts yeah but i i think the flavor of hazelnuts i think he was right hazelnuts and gruyere i think the flavor profile would have been right but parm and walnuts fantastic top notch absolutely agree with myself i mean i hate i don't hate hazelnuts i love hazelnuts no i know what you're saying anytime i've had to use them like i used to uh i was a confectioner for about four or five years of my life okay um and there were a few things that we would like just very few things that we use hazelnuts for and when we had um so when i started like working in food it was i started as a barista and then I worked in incubator kitchens. And once the company that I worked for, um, which was called Little Bit Sweets, shout out to all of my Little Bit ladies, um, <laughs> we would uh, we had our own like uh, retail space, and each of us would do like a different dessert for the retail space. And once you work in an incubator kitchen, you're doing all this bulk ordering. You don't really think too much about the prices of things all the time right, right, like you right. think of them in wholesale terms you're not thinking of them in just regular ass 
retail terms. Right, right. And fast forward to me just going to the store. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need hazelnuts for this recipe you wanted to try. Yo, like this tiny amount of fucking hazelnuts was like, I could have bought like an inexpensive pair of shoes. You could have gone like, on Depop and got a Pendleton. Absolutely. I'm saying. So I'm just like, for this little, like tiny amount of like the, the money, it was just not a, a saving situation. <laughs> well, I couldn't even find them. So I went to Wegmans. They didn't have them. They didn't have them at Trader Joe's. They didn't have them and I at said, Wegmans? They yeah, I was like, fuck Wegmans. it. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Once they don't have it, fuck off. <laughs> I just didn't have it. But I knew I had a big bag of walnuts at home, which felt fair. Anyway, there's a beautiful recipe. I told Jesse afterward, DM'd him and said, hey, this was beautiful and fantastic. Uh, and I encourage everybody to go find that. It is worth dealing with the Bon App website. Uh, that recipe is in particular. Sorry sorry for the shade, Bon App website. <laughs> oh, anyway. no, the shade is completely. I <laughs> anyway. go on incognito and, like, right, you have grab. to. Like, I'm, sweeties, I'm not paying you. Not I'm paying not paying you. I will, I will take <laughs> no, your ads. I won't do an ad blocker. Right. I won't do I'm an ad like, blocker. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just like, for... <laughs> not gonna do that so yeah no i'm right there with you <laughs> Lori. how did we do how did we do on round one i think we did really well i think we uh yeah we had a good variety and um you know i think if we can if we can make it a little snappier we'll do a speed round two. speed yeah. round of round speed two round. speed round, speed round. Got for it. shit that we don't <laughs> like right. yes all right uh take us through so monique it. what is the thing that you had that was absolute trash Okay, so this was really hard because there's episodes of the Snack Break on YouTube that I had migrated to YouTube. It's fully on YouTube now. But when I started it, it was exclusively on Instagram. So mm. I had to look through all of those videos too. So I think the craziest or just like the most absurd, because uh, I have a lot of, I eat a lot of crazy things for this fucking show. Um, these, okay, so Cinnamon Toast Crunch has really like just exploded. There are indeed people at General Mills are really just smoking a lot over there and are just like, we're just going to come up with some real nonsense. They had come out with a, and I think it, it is intended to be eaten as a snack and not as a cereal with milk, mm-hmm. the Cinefuego Toast Crunch. Yes, yes, yes. So the Cinefuego Toast Crunch, the thing is, is that it's spicy. So if you remember like, uh, you know, big red cinnamon gum, sure. red hot cinnamon candy. Yeah. It's meant to be a sweet and spicy cinnamon cereal snack. And it's sold in pouches. And uh, I was like, well, this is going to be very stupid and terrible, but I should probably try it for the show. And I tried it for the show plain. And then I have like a side thing that I do on TikTok, which is like TikTok is a very annoying place. Um, called the Snack Bite, which are like little like fun things that I don't do on the show. And I ate it with milk, which was a terrible mistake. It was <laughs> truly an unhinged flavor experience. Um, yeah, for some reason now, I think spiciness goes in waves in the snack world. Like yeah. it's always something humorous to see someone eat something spicy. Mm, um mm-hmm. You know, Hot Ones on First We Feast is like a huge show right now. There's all these celebrities. They come and they eat varying flavors of wings. And, you know, 
if you're like Lord, who apparently is a boss and can eat anything without breaking a sweat, or you could be like Cardi B. And I saw the Cardi B one and her face was like melting off. It was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny to see people eat spicy things. It's funny. It's it's cereal is so useless right now because everyone knows that like the breakfast is the most important meal of the, day, of the day. That was kind of like propaganda like it's not right, you know right, what right. i mean and people eat breakfast in so many different ways it's just a sugar delivery system that's all it is and mm-hmm. for the corn lobby yeah. to put more corn and shit yeah. like it's literally just a, like an archer daniels midland corn fest that's all cereal is it's not really useful but the nostalgia properties of cereal and how much it means to us on in that way like we have so many emotional tethers to cereal in general from childhood um that cereal is still sort of important like i don't eat cereal every day at all i usually eat other things for breakfast but for a snack for just like for sure when you're craving something sweet and sweet and dumb like cereal it's there it's easy you just pour some milk on it and there you go um yeah it was just such a crazy thing for me to eat because it's spicy cereal like what <laughs> what does yeah, that your, mean your face in the video was just like what is happening it's total it's a, confusion like why i'm just like this is this absolutely absurd but it's funny to see people like to see you miserable when you're yeah. a person that eats. yeah it was on entertaining the, the videos sure is entertaining you know what I mean? Yeah. When I enjoy stuff, like people like when I enjoy things, yeah. but they really love when I hate something. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. Lori, what did you hate? Uh, so in the realm of uh, continuing gastronomic uh, adventures and misadventures, mm. I had my first colonoscopy last week. Yes. Uh, and yes. if anybody <laughs> is familiar with this, there's a long process of preparing your body yep. to be invaded by a camera <laughs> through the butthole, uh, involving a day of eating, uh, you know, things that are like jello and uh, apple, you know, clear liquids, um, Jello being like the most substantial thing you can eat, but also chicken broth and apple juice, et cetera, et cetera. And then you drink this horrendous, um, I don't know, prescription pedia light that is also uh, an insane laxative. Yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. to drink uh, four liters of it over the course of like yes. 12 hours. And uh, you end up just like straight peeing out of your butt. Sorry. Uh, that's <laughs> I think that's the medical term. Um <laughs> It is terrible, but it is also not that bad, actually. And everyone said that, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, it did suck. But then, like, honestly, to go and lay in a hospital bed and not actually be sick and to have, like, a warm flannel blanket yes. and then to take a uh, a, a drug-induced um, nap what for, like, 40 minutes, kind of great. Most, yeah. uh, most rest you'll ever get. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, just... You know, at first I was like, what if I what if I'm the one person who doesn't react to the to the sedative? Like, what if they have to, you know, and then it was like, you know, it was instantly out. And then, I, you know, it was fine. I was. But so the thing that in the prep, uh, one of the things that I made for myself was uh, pineapple jello. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't remember there being a pineapple flavored jello when I was a kid. I feel mm-hmm. like we had red, green and maybe that's it. I don't know. It's been, I mean, I'm old, so maybe it's been a long time since pineapple was a part of the scene, but like I, I associate jello with 
childhood and pineapple was like a whole new thing for me. Uh, but, you know, I'm someone who still thinks that a new car should cost like three thousand dollars. Right. Right. You know, I'm like, is Reagan still president? <laughs> right. Like, I'm you know, I have not necessarily uh, whatever adjusted with the times. So. I was like, okay, I can the yellow pineapple. It's good. I can I can eat this one. Um, and I made the first batch. And like, Jello seems like something that's pretty foolproof. Like, you know, I did go to culinary school. Like, I have worked right. in various capacities as a food professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow, I managed to fuck up the fucking Jello, uh, which is to say, I um, I over whisked it. And wow, uh, which is it's just like, is that even possible? Yeah, is that it is. Thing? Oh, and what I and what happened, and I remembered as I was eating the Jello several hours later after it had solidified, I remembered this exact same feeling as a kid when you overwhisk the Jello and it ends up solidifying with bubbles in it. It has it interrupts that perfect melty, yeah. beautiful Jello yeah, texture, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. the sensation is like, is there is there hair in my Jello? Is <laughs> is there a Band-aid in my jello. Like, it's like what the ropey. fuck is going on? Yeah, it is it is just so Claggy. off-putting. Yeah. Like, and I realized that, you know, a lot of what appeals about jello, which, you know, I don't love jello, um, is like is the too. texture, is the perfection of the texture. And to have these chunky, hairish, velcro <laughs> bites of jello, I was like, while you're you while you're shitting yourself. Yeah, completely. while I'm just <gasps> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. water the out my coming butthole. in, the texture's coming it's out. Yeah. out. Like in and out. <laughs> so I mean, I got through it. It was fine, but I I had I got through a whole con- uh, thing of jello. I made a second one and I was like, maybe I should go to the store and get another box. And then I only got through yeah. half of the second round of jello and then I got after the procedure, I got home and I was like, I this has to go in the garbage. I will I will waste food mm. because I cannot the idea of eating any more fucking jello in this <laughs> lifetime or at least for another 10 years. Yeah. Uh, although I am intrigued about there's all kinds of other awful things you can do with jello, like pour it into cake mixes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind sure. of excited to do like oh, yeah. a trashy uh, with the remaining box I have. I'm going to do some oh, kind of a trashy. Yes. Yes. Do it. Or absolutely. there's other cakes where you can just mix the jello powder into a white cake mix oh, and sure. maybe add some yeah, additional yeah. liquid. And uh yeah, I'm excited to just do like the trashiest uh, you know, junior league uh cookbook you, style. You are getting cake. into Midwest cookbook land. I just yeah. want you to know yeah, yeah. Midwest church cookbook land. So yeah. go go run right to it. Hot dish territory. Yeah, it's good yeah. too. Yeah. Lori, have you ever had did, would you ever just drink the jello warm? No. Okay. That... Now this is what we would do. Oh my god! Oh, you what, just... is, what effect does that have on you? I feel like that is the we most would drink, monstrous. We would just. We wouldn't let it set. We would let it cool so it wouldn't and then scald, it. and then you just know, drink okay. it. Midwestern people, y'all, y'all have this like direct hold on Jesus, but y'all, y'all really need Jesus the most. We need him. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We're doing things where we need him. Ooh, you're you're yeah. drinking hot jello. Well, Chris, I remember your story also about uh, making the ham salad at the deli where you work that had strawberry jello mixed into the excuse me. the y- dressing. Yes, absolutely. What? So so for for those who maybe don't remember, I think that was episode one. Um, <laughs> Monique we, is having a 
a full on okay, spiritual crisis. Okay. It gets worse. So no. worked in a deli. For those who don't want to go back and listen, and Monique, just for you, worked in a deli bakery in a grocery store. It was called Augsburgers Super in Valiant. Indiana. In Indiana. Indiana. Oh, by the way. State. Um. There's certainly corn oh god yeah i grew up in one um i mean it was a house in the middle of a cornfield but yeah uh yeah we have we have that beans i want to i want to advocate for soybeans as well and some wheat um but that's just you know i'm trying to represent all of the agriculture of indiana i think oh we got a cat we got a cat all right tell us a, no tell but... us about your new cat because you killed your other one. Oh my god <laughs> Well, R.I.P. This is Rooster. He's black and white. He's very fluffy. He's about a year old. And um, such a face. He was described to me by the uh, by the rescue lady as being very submissive. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he really is. He is the beta cock of cats. (laughs) He will just (laughs) roll over and. I can brush Watch his teeth. I can give him. Yes. <laughs> he I'm constantly fucking his wife. Um, no verse, just the bottom. tiniest strap on. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, he lets me brush his teeth. He takes medicine with almost no problem. Uh, he's just the best. Um, and there he is. Oh, and he's also listeners. He's a go total... check out Lori's Instagram because he's he's on there sometimes. He's he just hit the mic with his tail. Um, he is. Oh, he's showing me his butthole. Yep. Um, <laughs> as Monique can attest, he uh, you know he's had a little bit of an adjustment to I don't know food or eating. Uh, some of the some of what goes on in the litter box, uh, I think, Woo! is classified as as a hate crime. Oh, <laughs> like accurate. it is just. Okay. Yeah, it's Thoroughly gotten better. Accurate. I'm, I'm there happy was a, because whoo <laughs> chow. Yeah, there was a there was a couple of weeks where it was like I'm not sure how this is all going to play out in the yeah. long term because it was it was it was some, some rough stuff and messy and upsetting. Uh, you know, we did a we did a couple of weeks of just plain chicken. He had some prescription medications, and now it's you know he's the the butthole seems to be. Uh, normalizing. So Look. anyway, I am sorry. I uh, Rooster no. interrupted your your ham salad. My ham salad story. I think it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, just because I have to, because otherwise I'll just text you later. Could you, if you're not doing a probiotic sprinkled on top, could I encourage you? Oh to yes, fit okay. flora okay. every day. Fine, fine, yeah. fine, fine, fine. So sorry, yeah, so yeah, sorry, totally to on but we're on been it. there with our dog, <laughs> and it solved everything. Okay, uh, ham salad. Indiana, you know when you ask for sliced deli meats, at some point you can't really slice it anymore and have a nice slice. So it's the butt or the end, you know? Mm -hmm. Those ends would go into a deli container in the refrigerator right below the, the display case. And once you had enough buckets full of ends of various meats and we could talk a ham an olive loaf a macaroni and cheese loaf it didn't it didn't matter it didn't matter a roast beef if that helps cleanse (laughs) it helps but 
you are would all take the it. ends going into a single salad? Like you're calling yes. a ham salad, but it's got yes. olive loaf and shit. Oh, oh it's got God. macaroni and cheese loaf in there. It's got it all. I, it's got I, everything. I, so then you would, I would take you t- you roll the containers back to the meat department. They run it through the hamburger grinder. And you just get, and it's not like now where it's like these little spaghetti, wavy spaghetti strings of ground meat where you're like, okay, fancy. This is like, we're talking a real ground meat situation, like ground like, up, unidentified. Like almost emulsified? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, close oh close to those chicken McNuggets. No! Uh, oh you know. pink, pink slime. Yeah, pink close slime. to the pink slime. That would come back in a giant bucket when we would add... Many gallons of mayonnaise, pickle relish, not gallons of pickle relish, but jars of pickle relish. And there was a ratio. You you come back with 50 pounds of meat. Here's how much you have to put in there. And then strawberry jello for color, sweetness. This is some real white foolishness. And (laughs) then we would mix it with our hands and we did not wear gloves. We did wash but we did not wear gloves. And so your hands are going into almost frozen meat because they've kept it back in the meat cooler. I am sighing in Jamaican American misery right now. It's real tough. I mean, it's real tough. It's tough to hear. It's tough to hear, but there it is. It was jello powder or fully uh, set gelatin? Jello powder. With, uh, Grow okay, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Grow up. Okay, okay first of all. <laughs> How dare you? First of all. First of all. You, sir. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That was harsh feedback. Was harsh Thank feedback. Thank you, Monique. I'm really Thank sorry. You. Sorry, Lori. Oh God. So that's <laughs> it. Is it my turn? Whose turn it's is it? It's your turn to talk about the thing that you hate. Guess what? It was like. cabbage again. It was cabbage. I did a whole thing in cabbage. Two cabbage experiences. I wow. told you I was into the fall flavors and into eating 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 the season. Go fuck yourself. Whoever came up with that. <laughs> Uh, Alice Waters. I don't no, know. I, Alice, Alice Waters, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Take her to task. <laughs> Full pot in a momo. Eat this season, Alice. All right. So I don't know what that means, but it felt, it felt co- real. confrontational. Yeah. It's where, it's where I was. Season. So I. I got another. This is this is before Jesse's recipe. Remember, Jesse's Jesse's recipe phenomenal. Absolutely, make it. Everybody deserves cheesy cabbage in their life. This and it came from the kitchen, thekitchen.com. And often, I love the kitchen. I love their collection of recipes and what they feature. And it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to name it because I'm sure somebody worked hard on it. But have you ever worked so hard on a recipe and at the end it tastes like nothing? Like, no, it didn't, it was, I mean, we're braising cabbage into cast iron skillets and all the liquid and all the seasonings. And I am someone who will over season something just so I can experience any form of life and joy. And there was just nothing going on here. And it was an hour and a half working on this, like active oh cooking God. time. Active oh, cooking no. time. And so I say, fuck you, cabbage. Fuck that cabbage. I'm not going to say fuck the kitchen, but kitchen, the kitchen, you're on notice. You're oh. on notice. And you follow me. You follow that's, me. I follow you. That's a really disappointing notice. thing when you like really labor just, over a and recipe like, and it literally is just like. Yeah. And it was like, why? This was nothing. It was nothing. So angry. So angry. 
All right, some cabbages win, some cabbages wow. lose. And that's how and life goes. Two sides of the same coin. Sometimes you win, sometimes yeah. you lose. Always aim toward the cheesy cabbage. That's a life lesson for you. Very yeah. quickly, a ca- yes, great cabbage please. recipe that is by, I believe it's by Allie Slagle, and it's in the New York Times. Yeah. Like yeah. Big Times Cooking. It is like a braised cabbage pasta. And okay. it's like, like a red wine, like you like. Yes, you, I saw that. Yep. Yeah, yep, it yep. is excellent. It is so good. You, you know like what? I'm fucking, gonna make that next. Yeah, you just fry that cabbage with, within an inch of its light. You sear it like a steak in extra virgin olive oil, red cabbage, and you cook it down with like red wine and stuff. And then like you do a sprinkle on top that has like a raw garlic, parsley, and red pepper flake. It is like so meaty. It's so tasty. Oh, it's yeah. so so good. Okay, uh, I'm making it. It's really I great. I like Alice Legal. I like a lot of her stuff. A lot of her stuff is just like, I'm going to yeah. just throw like four things in a thing. And like, it usually just comes out really great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I can absolutely eat this. Is it yeah. always the best thing? No. And that's fine. Sometimes they just yeah, need like, to I, eat. Last and night sometimes I they just her, need to whip um, cream. Yeah, um, yeah. It was like chickpeas and harissa and like uh, yes. Tomato paste and yeah. um, crushed pita chips to kind of make it kind of like a fatouche situation. Oh, Feta cheese, um, and so you get this crispy, crunchy, spicy, salty. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's like all super, in there with uh, Greek yogurt, and it was so so good. Very warming, very fall. Um, so yeah, no, Mo- oh, Monique, tell us where to find you. Not not physically. Um, just well, online. Where do you want to yeah, be found? Like, don't unless it's apartment. unless it's in person. If you want, yeah, to no, if it's home, you it's guys, fine. that's cool. Strangers, okay, fine, please fine. don't come to yeah. my home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mostly, uh, I am on uh, Instagram as the Eatonist bitch. That is who I am oh, yes. on the internet. E a t i n i s t bitch, all one word, yes. uh, lowercase. Um, on Instagram, mostly on TikTok, sometimes. Um, my show is called The Snack Break. It is on YouTube. Um, new episodes every Tuesdays and Fridays. I'm sort of still on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's yeah, Twitter. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm very, very loosely on there. But if you really want to find me immediately, mm. Instagram, uh, TikTok. I also have a website, theeatonestbitch.com. You can find me there. I have a newsletter that comes out quarterly because it's very hard to motivate me to put out things weekly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quarterly is what I can emotionally fucking do for you people. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I can do for free, okay? That's, yeah. You want totally more? Fair. Pay me. <laughs> yeah, pay. Pay for it. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Lori. Can we shout out your, your, I know your podcast is not currently in production, but I really like it. Oh, thank you. Yes. I, I used to have a music podcast called, um, it was underscore black famous, all the music that black people know and white people don't. Um, and it was a like other, like every other week or something podcast. It was basically the format was I talk with a guest about, um, an artist or a group that was popular during my childhood. I'm a I was born in 1984, so around like okay. Babyface, Shalimar, yeah. um, like all, like all those uh, Brownstone, Changing Faces, like all of those groups. Um, and we would watch a music video. I would talk about the history of the group, and we would kind of like 
pick apart the music video and the absurdities therein. Um, and it was really fun. It was a very fun situation. And then life got busy and I stopped it. But I, I, you know what? I will bring it back if I can find a way to reintegrate it with like kind of my brand now, even though I've yeah, been for sure. eating this bitch on the internet for a very, very long time. If I can put some food in there somehow, I will try and bring it back. But yes, it is uh, right. Black Famous. I think it was underscore Black Famous. I don't know why I put the underscore there. But um, <laughs> it's on Apple Podcasts. It might be on Spotify. It was on Stitcher, but I don't think Stitcher is a thing anymore. Right. Um, so go look at it, uh, Apple Podcasts. It was a fun time. And I really right. loved we'll, everyone we'll that link was to on it. it. We'll link to it. So everybody check the show notes. We'll have a link, yeah. link to it as well. And Lori, thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to go subscribe. I Lori, learned a lot listening. Yes. Uh, what do, what do I know? have? What do we need to know? I don't know, know man. Do I'm fucking... Nothing? I'm open to work. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm starting a new book project. I've got some other irons in the fire, mm -hmm. but I am I am I am ready to uh, speak at your convention and or school and or workplace and yes. or theater. I yes. don't know. I am ready to write freelance stuff. Uh, I am ready to work. Uh, so and. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to recommend a film <laughs> that okay. came out last year. It's called Batali, Fall of a Superstar Chef. Yeah. It's uh, now streaming on Amazon Prime, uh, Discovery Plus, assuming that's still a thing. I guess it is in some it places. Is. It is. Okay. okay. And also it's streaming on Max, So, which, you know, the formerly HBO Max. So mm -hmm. if you have one of those three uh, streaming platforms, I highly recommend checking it out. Yes, I am in it, yeah. uh, but that is not why I'm recommending it. Uh, really, it's people telling their stories about uh, abuse in the workplace at the hands of Mario Batali and to a lesser extent, uh, but still quite terrible, Ken Friedman, his business partner at Spotted Pig. Uh, it's just a really, it's a really well done. I'm obviously too close to it to be objective, but it's, I think it's a really well done documentary. And it gives you uh, some a comeback uh, when you've got friends and colleagues that are going, oh, Mario Batali's back online. That's so cool. He's done his time. He's ready to rejoin social uh, media. Um, he's not. So, and, you know, I just, I encourage everyone to watch it to really understand why it is that myself and so many other people feel uh, unhappy that he is trying to sneak back into public life. Anyway, that's not very fun, but... I don't uh, think it needs to know. be. Some of this yeah, it doesn't need fun. to be. Yeah. People need Some to be fucking told fun. and reminded yeah. because people have real yeah. fucking short memories. Yeah. For sure. There are so many chefs and so many places you can learn to make fucking pasta. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that this guy is is uh, so many filling a need yeah. in no. 2023. Uh, so that's it. Well, I got nothing, folks. That's Great. it. You can find me online at drive in, get a Coke. That is my handle. And it is a line from waiting for Guffman. If you don't know it, it is a perfect Twitter handle. It is a perfect Instagram handle. Wait, Lord. are you, are you still on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were off Twitter. No, okay. I'm I'm okay. there. I'm, you know, I pop around. Right. How, you know, where, where, where else can I, really find out what's going on yeah. jk jk um follow lori at, at lori Wolliver on all the platforms and you can also follow carb face pod on 
Instagram. I'm getting back into the uh, game of social media with Carbface. It's been real quiet, but I've got a big collection of uh, memes and things that are too dark and disturbing for my personal pod, my personal Instagram that I think are just perfect for uh, Carbface. To me, there's so. no such thing. No such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pin that says Heaven's Gate Away Team. <laughs> like honestly there's no, like just just give it to me right to the veins i like it I like your style <laughs> all right everybody put your nikes on and let's go out yeah. to the buffet let's go on the ship <laughs> <laughs> uh all right monique it was so great to have you oh this was such a delight i love i love card face so so oh, much and it's you. a really big honor to to be on here i love you guys <laughs> Thank we you for you. that. Thank uh, you for coming and getting us back into the groove. Uh, yeah. And big shout out to the listeners at Rachel's Bagels and Burritos in Seattle. The best bagels in the United States, in my opinion. We just got to see this past week when I was in Seattle for 24 hours. And he said, I missed the show. It's nice Aww. to listen to you in the kitchen. So yeah. there we go. We're back. We're back. We're back, baby. See ya. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.